please join in singing hymn number 659, The Lord is Alive, number 659. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. Welcome again to our Sunday celebration of Mass. Today is the second Sunday in Easter. As we begin our Mass, we invite the young children to go to the hall where they will celebrate the Word of God on their own. As you see, the celebration of Easter goes on in the life of the church in these days. And in the readings of today's Mass, we are reminded of what Easter comes to mean uh, for those early Christians. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Thank you. 
let us pray. God of everlasting mercy, who in the very recurrence of the Paschal Feast kindle the faith of the people you have made your own, increase, we pray, the grace you have bestowed, that all may grasp and rightly understand in what font they have been washed, by whose spirit they have been reborn, by whose blood they have been redeemed. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. The faithful all used to meet by common consent in the portico of Solomon. No one else ever dared to join them, but the people were loud in their praise, and the numbers of men and women who came to believe in the Lord increased steadily. So many signs and wonders were worked among the people at the hands of the apostles that the sick were even taken out into the streets and laid on beds and sleeping mats in the hope that at least the shadow of Peter might fall across some of them as he went past. People even came crowding in from the towns round about Jerusalem, bringing with them their sick and those tormented by unclean spirits. And all of them were cured. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his love has no end. Give thanks thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his love has no end. Let the sons of Israel say, his love has no end. Let the sons of Aaron say, his love has no end. Let those who fear the Lord say, his love has no end. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his love has no end. The stone which the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. This is the work of the Lord, a marvel in our eyes. This day was made by the Lord, we rejoice and are glad. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his love has no end. A reading from the book of the Apocalypse. My name is John, and through our union in Jesus, I am your brother, and share your sufferings, your kingdom, and all you endure. I was on the island of Patmos for having preached God's word and witnessed for Jesus. It was the Lord's day, and the Spirit possessed me. And I heard a voice behind me, shouting like a trumpet, Write down all that you see in a book. I turned round to see who had spoken to me, and when I turned, I saw seven golden lampstands, and, surrounded by them, a figure like a son of man, dressed in a long robe, tied at the waist with a golden girdle. When I saw him, I fell in a dead faint at his feet. But he touched me with his right hand and said, Do not be afraid. It is I, the first and the last. I am the living one. I was dead, and now I am to live forever and ever. And I hold the keys of death and of the underworld. Now write down all that you see of present happenings and things that are still to come. The word of the Lord. Jesus said, You believe because you can see me. Happy are those who have not seen and yet believe. 
The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. In the evening of the same day, the first day of the week, the doors were closed for fear of the Jews. Jesus came and stood among them, and he said to them, Peace be with you, and showed them his hands and his side. The disciples were filled with joy when they saw the Lord. And he said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father sent me, so am I sending you. And after saying this, he breathed in them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. For those whose sins you forgive, they are forgiven. For those whose sins you retain, they are retained. Thomas called the twin, who was one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. And when the disciples said, We have seen the Lord. He answered, Unless I see the holes that the nails made in his hands and can put my finger into the holes they made, and unless I can put my hand into his side, I refuse to believe. Eight days later, the disciples were in the house again, and Thomas was with them. The doors were closed, but Jesus came in and stood among them. Peace be with you, he said. Then he spoke to Thomas. Put your finger here. Look, here are my hands. Give me your hand. Put it into my side. Doubt no longer, but believe. Thomas replied, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, You believe because you can see me. Happy are those who have not seen and yet believe. There were many other signs that Jesus worked and the disciples saw, but they are not recorded in this book. These are recorded so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing this, you may have life through his name. The Gospel of the Lord. People very often tell you today that they don't believe in God any longer. Some people tell you that they once believed in God, but have stopped. Maybe they believed in God when they were younger, but they've stopped when they are older. And maybe sometimes it's been due to some kind of crisis in their own life, and they've decided that they can no longer believe. On the margins, of course, there are some people who are unsure whether they believe in God or whether they don't believe in him. They want to believe, but say that there is not enough to convince them. Today at Mass, we hear also of someone who doesn't believe, St. Thomas, who has difficulty in believing. And what he doesn't believe in clearly is in the resurrection. And not only not in Jesus' resurrection, but perhaps in anyone else's resurrection as well. Bodies don't rise from the dead. Once the tomb is closed with a stone, it's closed. And empty or not empty, then nobody is coming out alive. And what he does then is he places an impossible test 
Unless he can see and touch the wounds, he refuses to believe. I think what you like about St. Thomas, but maybe for most of us there is a sneaking admiration for Thomas. For he's not going to be duped by some kind of what seems far-fetched story. For him, seeing is simply believing. It's hard to say at the end of the day why some people believe and some people don't believe. Why some people find it easy to believe and some people find it hard. People who don't believe very often appeal to reason. And it's hard sometimes to argue with that. Things you don't see, uh, you can't believe in. And if we were to believe in things that we don't see very often, then very often we'd be the most superstitious of people. But the simple truth, of course, is that we are not just people who are people with our eyes or with our touch, with our hands, but we are people also with our spirit. We are people that are able to write poems. We're people who are able to paint paintings. We're people who are able to invent things that don't exist. We're able to cross mountains and travel across the seas. We're able to go to planets. We are people who dream what seems impossible dreams. We see in another sense then with our spirit and with the eyes of belief. We're not just then people of our bodily senses, but we're people who have a spirit that is within us. And it's that spirit itself that draws us to God and sees and understands God and wishes to be connected with him. For those who are unbelievers, this would seem a fanciful way of thinking. Better to stay perhaps on dry land, where you know things, where you're secure. And of course, there's a lot to admire in that. The world of science and understanding and things that tell us about things that are knowledge. Who wouldn't want to be in that world? But there's another world as well, isn't there? There's a world of the spirit in which we know our maker, in which we come to know who it is that we come from and who guides our life. (coughs) People today, as you know, find it hard to believe. Maybe things uh, in former times were a bit easier. Everyone seemed to believe in those days, but sometimes that thing is no longer the case. But maybe in another sense, these are better times because we don't believe just because A crowd of us believe, or everyone believes, but we believe simply at the end of the day because we believe. Some people find belief itself as easy as pie. Some people find all their life they struggle with the big questions of faith. Some people discover faith in later life. Some people themselves come back to faith that they've once known. It's a strange thing, isn't it? And there's no doubt about that. How you come to have faith or not have faith. But for those who have faith, very often it's like a light in the darkness. It's like a road to travel by. It's like a quiet confidence and surety in which you you, you live your life. It's like a feeling that you are never alone, but that God is always in your life and that you find yourself ever more trusting him. Today, no doubt about it, it's hard to convince people who no longer believe 
We could say that there are 100 reasons to believe, but those 100 reasons would never convince somebody. But there's a great thing here that always is to remember, that even if a person doesn't believe, it doesn't mean that God cuts them off. God doesn't stop loving every one of us, and God himself doesn't stop believing in us. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, consubstantial with the Father, through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate to the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in accordance with the Scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. With a strong faith, we ask God to listen to our prayers in this day. For those who lost their life in the recent bombings in Sri Lanka, and for the injured and for families and friends who grieve the loss of loved ones. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For peace and harmony in countries that know civil strife. For an end to violence and conflict that brings hatred and division. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For the children preparing for First Holy Communion and for parents and families who wish to pass on the gift of faith to their young people. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For a stronger faith as we celebrate these Easter days, that we may believe in the new life that has come to us through our baptism. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For a greater respect for the planet that we live in and for the ability to protect the things that gives us life. Lord, hear us. For the gift of prudence with money, and for the ability not to be wasteful or unwise with the things that are our own. Lord, hear us. For all who have died, and all that we are asked to remember in prayer. Lord, hear us. Trusting, hoping, and having faith in God, we ask him once again to listen to all of our prayers, which we make with ever-growing confidence through Christ our Lord.
please join in singing hymn number 662, The Love I Have For You, number 662. Dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Accept, O Lord, we pray, the offerings of your people and of those you have brought to a new birth, that renewed by confession of your name and by baptism, they may attain unending happiness through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, at all times to claim you, Lord, but in this time, above all, to laud you yet more gloriously when Christ, our Passover, has been sacrificed. He never ceases to offer himself for us, but defends us and ever pleads our cause before you. He is the victim who dies no more the Lamb once slain who lives forever. Therefore, overcome with paschal joy, every land, every people exults in your praise, and even the heavenly powers with the angelic hosts sing together the unending hymn of your glory as they acclaim.
you are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember your servant Michael, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that he who was united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, and with him, and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. We pray with confidence to God, our Father, in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Let's offer one another a sign of peace.
Thomas says, My Lord and my God, happy are those who are called to his supper. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word of my soul as of yours.
Please join in singing hymn number 757, You Shall Cross the Barren Desert, number 757. Let us pray. Grant, we pray, Almighty God, that our reception of this sacrament may have a continuing effect in our minds and in our hearts. We ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Go forth, the Mass is ended. Alleluia, alleluia. Hymn number 678, Thine be the glory, number 678. 